Welcome to episode 95 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, It's Right There in Front of You. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 29 of the Andy Griffith Show, A Wife for Andy. And I'll be looking at scripture from 2 Samuel, chapter 12, the first part of verse 7, and the last part of verse 9. The episode starts off with Opie coming into the courthouse, looking dirty and roughed up because of some horse playing with one of his friends, Matt. Opie come down to the courthouse to get cleaned up because Aunt B wasn't home. Opie also has to get Andy to come to school to talk to his teacher. Barney comes in during the middle of Andy's conversation with Opie, and Barney starts badgering Andy over the fact that he's not married and he hasn't really been looking. After a few minutes of listening to Barney carry on about it, Andy tries to straighten Barney up on the entire situation, but you can imagine how well that went. That night at Andy's house, we see Andy and Opie in the living room, as Aunt B leaves to go take Clara some food, as she isn't feeling well. Just as Andy starts to read Opie's story, the doorbell rings and we see a woman walk in the doorway. Apparently, Thelma Lewis called Amanda and asked her to come to meet at Andy's house. Not thinking much about it, Andy invites Amanda to come in. He continues to read Opie's story. The doorbell rings again. Instead of it being Thelma Lou, it's another lady from town, Lavinia. When the doorbell rings again, two more women come in. However, still no sign of Thelma Lou. Andy is about to start reading Opie's story again when the doorbell rings again. This time, Andy sends Opie up to his bed, and he tends to the door when eight more women enter Andy's house. As Andy gets on the phone to call Thelma Lou, the doorbell rings at the back door, and Andy finds Barney there at the door. Barney then explains how he invited the girls over for Andy to look over him for a potential wife, but Andy makes Barney get rid of the girls from his house. The next day, Barney is with Thelma Lou. He sees Andy walking down the street talking to Helen, which gives Barney an idea to maybe try to get the two of them together. Barney has Thelma Lou invite Andy over for dinner, and they also get Helen Crump to come also. That evening at Thelma Lou's house, we see Andy show up, and to his surprise, Helen Crump is there also. As the evening goes on, Barney starts questioning Helen about things to see if she has the qualities of what he thinks would make a good wife. After a few questions, Barney doesn't think Helen is a good choice and tries to get the evening over with as soon as possible. The next day at the courthouse, Andy walks in and thanks Barney for getting things set up the night before. When Barney hears that Andy likes Helen, Barney gets the idea to find another date for Andy. When Barney hears that Andy has a date with Helen for that night, he goes into action again. That evening at Andy's house, the doorbell rings and women start coming into his house and filling up his living room again. When the back door rings, Andy finds Barney and he explains to him that he's invited all these women over to make Helen jealous when she come over. Andy then explains that he's going over to pick up Helen at her house. Barney then realizes that his plan hasn't worked and then, to add insult to injury, Andy takes Barney to the living room and tells the women that it was Barney that called them and not Thelma Lou. The next day at the courthouse, Andy is typing and Barney walks in and tells Andy that he realizes he's interfering too much with Andy's love life, and he plans to just leave him alone about it. Andy then tells Barney of his plans and how he wants to date Helen Crump, and when he does, Barney goes to pieces and starts in on Andy again about how he shouldn't date Helen. The scripture I want to look at today comes from the book of 2 Samuel, part of verse 7 and part of verse 9. Nathan said to David, You are the man... Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife 
to be your wife and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. It is right before this that David had seen Bathsheba. She was bathing and he decided that he wanted her for his own. Later, when she confessed to David that she was pregnant with his child, he decided that he would just have her husband killed. Nathan the prophet then got word from God to go to David and let him know that his sins, though he thought they were done in private, were known to God. When Nathan comes before David, he tells him a story of a rich man and a poor man and how the rich man stole the poor man's lamb and killed it and fed it to a traveler that was visiting. David did not see how the story was actually about him having Uriah the Hittite killed and stealing his wife away. David thought his sins had been done in private, but it was now right out in the open in front of everyone for all to see. At one point, Barney thought that Helen was an obvious choice for a girlfriend for Andy. She was Opie's teacher, and that would work out well for Andy and Opie, as you know, Opie would have that friendship with her as a teacher also. Once Barney started finding out more about Helen, he didn't like her. He didn't like the fact that she couldn't cook, and he especially didn't like the fact that she wouldn't plan on quitting her job once she got married. You know, after all, this is the 20th century, and women just don't do that anymore. Later on, we see that Andy takes a liking to Helen and declares that he's going to start dating her. The obvious choice was right there in front of him all the time. How many times do we overlook something when it's right there in front of us? Have you ever looked for your cell phone when it's in your hand? Have you ever looked for your glasses when you're on your head? Have you ever looked for your keys when they're in ignition with the vehicle running? Have you ever used the flashlight on your cell phone to help you look for the cell phone that you can't find? Um, well, yeah, me neither. I've, I've never done any of those. I'm pretty bad for not paying attention and not being able to find something that's right there in front of me. I overlook the obvious quite a bit. I can still watch TV shows or movies that I've seen several times and see something new that I've never noticed before. Now let me ask you this. How many times do we overlook God's blessings in our lives? I'll admit, I've probably overlooked several in my life and I've probably lost out on several more because I didn't take time to recognize them. We are blessed with friends that probably care more for us than we realize, and we overlook them. If you look around your house, I would dare say that most of us are blessed beyond measure. I would say that most of us have plenty of food and clothes, so much that we overlook these things as just being blessings, just to have them. I went with my Jeep Club last month to take supplies to the flood victims in southeastern Kentucky and saw many people had lost everything. There were many people that were just living in tents. And I realized just how blessed I am to have the abundance of things that I do. While in the past, I might have looked at the bigger things I own to count what I had and the blessings I had. But I now realize it's even the smaller things that are right there in front of me that I need to use to count my blessings. To David, it should have been obvious that he was the one that Nathan was talking about. Nathan told a story of a man who stole something from someone who had a possession that he loved, a small lamb. David stole property, the one thing that Uriah loved, his wife Bathsheba, and David overlooked the story and didn't see and didn't realize the obvious that he was the one at fault. Barney first saw Helen as an obvious choice for Andy, but later didn't think so much about her and tried to get Andy to move on. Thankfully, Andy saw was right there in front of him and he made the obvious choice and started dating Helen. Many times in our lives, I think we overlook the things that are right there in front of us, whether it's losing our keys, losing our cell phones, or whether it's the blessings that we have in life and counting them. 
Many times the little things in our life get overlooked, and when we finally find them, they become so much more important to us. How our lives are turned upside down when we lose those small keys, that small cell phone, that small wallet, or that small set of glasses. Maybe we can quit overlooking what's right in front of us and find the things that we need and find blessings in the things that we have already. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Maybury Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as I'll be looking at Season 3, Episode 30, Dogs, Dogs, Dogs. And until then, thanks for listening.